0: Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea.
1: And this is Dimity McDowell. How's it going out there? SBS, Portland, coronavirus land. Yeah, it's going to be a hot one. I am wearing uh,
0: shorts and flip-flops and a sleeveless shirt. Yeah. Yeah, good. Summer's
1: here. Yes. Almost here.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And um, speaking of summer, that means swimming. We are both um, going to be diving in soon, right?
1: Yes, fingers crossed. Until it until it happens. I mean you're going to a pond. Yeah. So that's a little bit more. Although they close swimming beaches around here. So I hope your pond doesn't get closed. Just saying. I hope people don't swarm there. Have that have they done that?
0: No. Oh my, oh also if you saw this if you saw this beach, you'd know it's not a s the type of place that people would like flock to. Swarm um, to. Okay. Yeah. And so also people don't tip it in, in, you know, B.C. and regu- before Corona, people didn't get there until 11 o'clock, which is when the lifeguards showed up. So and I know some bammers who have already gone swimming um, at different places and in, in wetsuits and they've had they have just encountered a couple of people going fishing.
1: Oh, good. Well, yeah, because here, I mean, I don't know if it's like endurance sports capital of the world, but like <laughs> Chatfield Pond, where um, where I train for swim run, like mm-hmm. that, you have to have a permit to go in there. Like you have to, I don't really know how it works, but it's a group. You have to be part of it. It's oh. all sold out, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get in there, but it's a long, wow. it's about a 25 minute drive from my house. So it's oh. kind of a commitment to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so not doing that, but that's, but then, um, our pool is potentially opening, um, Mm -hmm. our neighborhood pool, Mm -hmm. our neighborhood pool. Yep. Where my kids have swim team, swim team is not a go yet. Um, of Mm -hmm. course, but we're trying to get it open for, um, next week for lap swimming. And I'm just like, yes, yes. What do we have to do to do it? (laughs) Kind of like being that like nudging, like, okay, let's get it in place. Let's get it in place. So originally we were going to try to do it for Monday of this coming week. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just had a a meeting at 7 a.m. this morning to talk about it. We have to get a whole bunch of uh, software and stuff like signups and check ins and waivers and stuff, and it's just a lot to do in three days. So like with everything with coronavirus, it takes longer than you think it will, right? Yeah. So hopefully Wednesday. Yeah. And we should mention that you're on the board. So
0: that's how you have all this inside. Oh, I have this
1: inside intel, yeah, to the community pool. It's <laughs> <But
0: I also, laughs> really exciting. So they sound like your type of people having a meeting at 7 a.m.
1: My goodness. Well, it was because, uh, yeah, because it was well, it was with the pool manager and he had to be at the pool at eight. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. And it was with a, uh, you know, it's a, like a reservation thing so that our guy who talked us through it. Was in India, so that means he's, you know, oh, yeah, across time, the world. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that was good. But you know what? So hopefully, fingers crossed, but um, you never know until you know, until my mm-hmm. toe touches the water. Um, <laughs> and then, but we did, I have a foolproof way of getting my family in the water, which mm-hmm. um, I haven't told you about. Do you want to hear? Yeah, I did. No. No, never mind. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yes. Um, I bought two paddle boards. Wow. Exciting yes. you It was a things? kind of an investment. Um, yeah. but I was like, you know what? I was riding my Cherry Creek. You can use them anywhere on any Lake really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was riding my bike around Cherry Creek. And at that point, you know, the pool was not a go and it still may not be. You never know. Like it could open and then have to close again. You just, we don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was like, we need to get in the water. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. My family is our water people. Well, at least <laughs> me and my kids, Grant, not so much, but Um, we need to be near the water. So I was like, you know what? We, we paddleboarded a ton when we went to Belize in, um, over the holidays, which feels like about a decade ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get us some. So, um, that was our big, my big, my big coronavirus splurge. So it's awesome. They're, I got them in Costco. They're blow up. Wow. The boards would sound like rafts, right? They sound like rafts (laughs) that you would like, you know, float around and drink it. But I mean, they are so solid, so solid. Yeah, so, I mean, and they come with a pump, a paddle, you know, the little ankle thing, you know, to attach. The leash? Yeah, the leash. The leash, that's right. Um, And they come in this backpack. So I have this vision of us, like... You know, hiking to a mountain lake, you know, like going <laughs> out our paddle boards with like the mountains behind us and no one around, and this crisp cool.
0: <laughs> to be visit Colorado, where
1: <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen, but um, but we have been out on them. Um, we just got them on. I think they came on Wednesday finally. So um, just oh. came from uh, Ben went out paddleboarding this morning, and I went. Oh. Uh, I took the dogs and walked them around part of the lake. So. Wow.
0: And so yeah. wait, when you say they arrived, so did you order them off like- Yeah, I ordered Costco? them off Costco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So they didn't came know they over- I did they had a website.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yep. They do. Yep. I also ordered, I just ordered a new dishwasher off of that too, in <laughs> case oh spending left and right around here. Well, the dishwasher was, necessity. <laughs> the paddle board was a necessity. The paddleboard was a splurge. Jack is
0: daydreaming about a new dishwasher and a new range. Like it's- it's almost obscene how much he thinks about it. He's like, Oh, come on down here. I'm like, are you going to ask me to look at another website that has, you
1: know, appliances on? He's like, yeah, yeah. Come look at this Bosch. And I'm like, Jack, I I remember yours because every time, um, so ours is, uh, this is really riveting podcast talk. (laughs) Let me tell you, but ours, um, ours has a draining problem. Right. And so we used to, too. Mm -hmm. And so, every time that happens and like, we're like basically like getting the dishes, like 99.5% clean before we even put them in there. Right. And so then, so it's not like I'm chunking it up with like broccoli and hot dog bits or something like that. Right. (laughs) So, um, so, and every time it happens and it's happening more and more now, of course, Mm -hmm. because, um, we're using it a ton and so it's old and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's just this whole process, like, uh, and it, Grant, it's not one of Grant's favorite chores, let's just put it that way, and I'm just like, <laughs> my heart just sinks, and I'm like, maybe I should learn how to do this, because you have to, you know, unscrew the bottom, and, you know, uh. and, and first you gotta ladle out all the water, and then unscrew <sighs> the bottom, and then, oh, you know, and it's just this, like, hour-long chore. Oh, wow. Yeah, so finally, I was like, you know what, and I mean, we've had it since we, I mean, we've been in this house for 10 years and I'm and I know it wasn't new when we got here so I mean uh-huh. I feel like it's run it's had a good life but every time I think of it I'm like you guys lost your dishwasher but it wasn't it was probably what like six or seven it years was not ago. that
0: long oh no it seems far more recent than that Jack oh. just has never been happy with it and he, oh shoot. yeah I didn't get the same bottle <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's like oh I, I want to get one with a third rack and all this stuff I'm like oh it did I don't know. But that, to your point about the way you have to kind of babysit your dishes, you know, clean them yeah. off so much to put them in. I'm like, why, why? I go to other people's houses and they put in like the, you know, back in the day, they put in like actually dirty dishes. Yeah. A- yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, you don't have to clean them off? Oh no. Mm-mm, there's, and I'm like, wow. And I come back yeah. and I'm like, you know, this like book group or something. I'm like, Jack, you know, other people, do-, and he's like, no. We have to clean them off. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. God. I mean, my biggest fear is that it's not the dishwasher, but it's the plumbing system mm, or whatever. Yeah. And that's, this is my, you know, 101. <laughs> home home maintenance 101 is that it's like you know not but I I do well and the other thing and again we'll move on I promise after this but it only has one cycle that you can use and that's basically been since we moved in so it's a 90 minute cycle like oh, yeah. which takes a ton of electricity a ton of water like yep, try to yep. do you, you could only do one thing like yep. the other buttons just don't work so <laughs> um oh. so that's yeah so that now you know my Costco Costco purchase history yeah, of yeah, the yeah, last I couple think-
0: I think you're gonna to have to send me a link to those paddle boards because that sounds like pretty intriguing.
1: They're um, really, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. If you just go on, well, I'll. I can send a link. I'm happy to do that. But I mean, if you go on Costco and look, they're just Body Glove, and they were on sale. I mean, I'll just tell you. I think, like I said, it was a little bit of an investment, um, or a mm-hmm. lot of investment. I think there were three. They were about seven hundred dollars total for two. Oh, for wow. Two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh-huh. three
1: fifty apiece. Um yep. But again, I feel like we're gonna use them a ton, and. um it's something that i've always wanted right you know like mm-hmm. the, the ability to get on the water i mean i'm never going to own a motorboat probably mm-hmm. never going to own a canoe so or a jet ski or a wave runner um so you know and it's and in it really like now uh, like again this morning i was like it really is about maybe 10 minutes to get it ready to go and 5 minutes to break it down it's not uh-huh. like uh-huh. i mean you definitely need a little little uh you know muscle to get those last couple pumps in but it's um <laughs> It's fun. So water. We're heading yeah. to the water. That's yeah. good. Yes. 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 So we head to so, some questions. <laughs> we will have to some questions. Yes. you, I'm just like excited to talk to someone besides my family. <laughs> listening? Are you listening? I'm getting a new dishwasher. It's really exciting.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, this one comes from Caitlin in Kansas City, Missouri.
2: Hey, Sarah and This is Caitlin from Kansas City, Missouri. I am calling with a question in regards to sleep and training. I am currently involved in the Love Your Love to Run Your With program and loving it, um, but I have an almost two-year-old and a three-year-old that for their whole lives basically have never been great sleepers, but recently have been dropping their sleep down quite a bit, and I, as mama, have been averaging about anywhere from four to seven hours of sleep a night. Um I've been super stoked about this race series, and I've been accomplishing goals, but, I mean, obviously it's taking a hit with the lack of sleep. So um, I guess my question is more so thoughts as far as not getting great amounts of sleep um, and training, and if I should back down some big goals or tough it out, this is only a stage, What do you girls think? I would appreciate any feedback you can give, um, any thoughts on it. You guys are amazing, totally fangirling over here about the race series. Um, I love the podcast. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks.
0: Well, Caitlin, thank you for all the gratitude and kudos. We're so pleased you're loving the Love the Run You're With race series. There's a new one coming in, uh, we'll be launching it in July. Um, So, Dim, when I heard this question, I thought of you. I I would wager, I'm not much of a betting woman, but I would wager <laughs> that you would say sleep is the most important thing when training for an event, even more so than strength training.
1: Am I right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. You're asking me to um, choose between two of my favorite things. Yeah, Sophie's the... choice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sleep is, is just you know, irreplaceable, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's when your body recovers. That is the mm-hmm. big time, you know, that all your muscles repair themselves and all the, you know, little worker bees and cells come mm-hmm. out in your body to um, to give yourself, you know, everything it needs to get up and go and do it again tomorrow morning. That's a very mm-hmm. scientific explanation. Um, but it's also really important for mood, for metabolism, mm-hmm. for um, energy levels, for heart rate. I mean, everything hinges on sleep. And mm-hmm. um, Caitlin probably knows that because she is, you know, probably not feeling super chipper with her four to seven hours a night. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, I mean, I, I'm just, it's hard to, it's hard to replace that. You can't make up for lost sleep. You just can't. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can There's like- There's no savings like, account for sleep, is there? Yeah. Just like exercise, right? <laughs> Dang it. You know, it's not like you can say, okay, you know, um, husband, partner, whatever, you know, like I'm going to go sleep. I'm just going to go lay in bed all day long from 8am to 8am and then I'll feel better. Right. It doesn't work that way. So, um, so what do you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so listening to Caitlin's question, I was reminded of the formula that, um, Sage Roundtree, the Yogini author and triathlete she shared with on this, on our regular podcasts like a billion years ago is definitely an early episode and she shares it in her books. Um, the need for an extra minute of sleep, an extra minute for every training mile you run. So per week, that you, per week, uh,
1: you yes. know that. yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah. So that um, if you, you know, that that it's in a you got you got your regular sleep that you need. You know, the seven to nine hours, depending on on who you are. You know what you know what your needs are, and then you need. Let's say you're running twenty five miles, you need twenty five extra minutes every night.
1: Yeah, that's that's ideal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, So, you know, that's significant. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. And so to be, I mean, gosh, four
1: hours of sleep a night, that just... It made me hurt. It hurts. curl
0: up and it take hurts. a nap. I know, I know. listening to it,
1: yeah. Well, so that's one thing, nap. I mean, our kids are young. I don't know if they're nappers or not, and I don't know what Caitlin's situation is as far as working and mm-hmm. other responsibilities, but I would definitely say if you can seize on that opportunity when they are taking a quiet time or a nap, mm-hmm. take it, right? Mm-hmm. Get in a nap if, if you are a napper. And even if you're not, there are certain people who are like, oh, I'm not a napper. And I'm like, okay, but just lie down, put your phone away, grab a people magazine or a book or whatever you know not your phone just not your phone whatever it is not your phone i can't make that clear enough because that keeps you engaged right you know that just you know you can't you know you can always find something else to do right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so something that's just quiet um Mm -hmm. and just see what happens you never know maybe you just close your eyes for 10 minutes and it's not like you know a drooly sleep, but it might be restorative (laughs) enough to get you to feel a little bit better. So nap is the first thing. Mm -hmm. Second thing is definitely, you know, let's just put your goals. Um, I don't want to say on hold because we want you to keep moving. and We want you to keep doing the love the run you're with series at the level that you can, but I think you need to just put a big asterisk at the top of the training plan, the written PDF and be like, the kids were <laughs> not my teammates on this, you know, for this cycle, right? They are not sleeping. So you have, you know, so you have a reminder that what you want to do is maybe not what you can do or what you're capable of.
0: Mm, that's so important,
1: right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
0: That yeah. it's not that she's, you know, just being like, ah, I'm not going to do the workout. I'm not going to, you know, just shirking off what, what the training plan is telling her just because she just doesn't feel like it. It's that there's other forces at work that are out, really outside of her control.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. And 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 to be honest, more important, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. if her kids aren't sleeping, like they need sleep too. They need it more than she does, mm-hmm. to be honest, to keep growing. I mean, they're just little nuggets mm-hmm. right now, you know? Right, right. So so. Um, so it's just it's like that's your priority, you know? And then let's work around that. And the thing about Love the Run You're With, as you well know Caitlin, is that it's kind of choose your own adventure. There's mm-hmm. three different levels of training plans. And, you know, right now, of course, we kind of showed that when we marketed it, that you could do a 5K, 10K, 10 mile half marathon, but -hmm. you could also do 5K, 5K, 10K, 10K. And that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's enough. That is enough Mm -hmm. for right now for you to keep your sanity, keep, you know, get, I mean, the other thing that's really important about sleep and exercise is that exercise begets sleep and sleep Mm -hmm. begets exercise, right? Mm -hmm. They kind of go in a circle. So, you know, taking the day off um, because you're wiped out. Sometimes I I know that, um, like, when I know that I haven't slept well, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've got to work out tomorrow because I want to be physically exhausted. My mind may not be as tired Mm -hmm. as I want it to be, but I've got to, like, at least give myself the chance to know that when I lie down, like, you're like, oh, feels
0: good, you know? Right, right. And also, I mean, I think getting adequate sleep is even more crucial during this pandemic, because we all know there are added stressors in our daily life. I mean, you know, heck, a a task like grocery shopping can seem like part of a triathlon these days. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So Yeah. yeah. So it's not just like, oh, I'm doing a training plan that I'd really like to run a 10 mile race in. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Count up all the other things that are draining your battery. And, um, you know, it's, um, you can still have goals, maybe just not, um, you know, big, um, write them in stone, you know, set up monuments for them goals. Yeah,
1: they, they all have asterisks next to them. And it bears repeating just because you just met it. But I, I, everyone needs to remember, remember, it's super basic, but the body doesn't know the difference between mm-hmm. being in a mask or in a grocery store where everyone's masked. And I mean, I know sometimes I just like it is hard for me sometimes to be in the grocery store, you know, like I'm walking around looking for like a, first of all, like I don't, you know, stuff is out that I normally like. And then I'm like, okay, but now I'm looking for something special because my family wants, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, something to make this time feel not so onerous. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I don't, it is, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you've got that stress, you've got regular daily stress, you've got no sleep stress, and then you're putting exercise stress on top of that and you mix it up. It's like a recipe, like the buyer is just like, oh, it's stress. you know, it's not like, oh, that's easier stress than that stress, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, yeah Do you get that feeling at the grocery store? Oh, I have to
0: talk I have definitely had to talk myself down off the figurative ceiling at Trader Joe's, that it's just I just have to try to take a deep breath in the mask and be yeah. like, it's okay, there there is not. you are not in immediate danger. Yeah. You know, it, it's okay. You know, you have lots of space around you. There is food on the shelves. Your yeah. family is healthy. Like, oh my goodness. And yeah. then, you know, and then trying not to get upset about, like, oh, there's my favorite employees. And they're, you know, oh, I'm so happy they got shields instead of having to wear masks. Like, there's just this, these thoughts and, like, why am I, av-? you know? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. They can spin oh. out. So, so yeah, it's definitely, um, yeah, the struggle is most definitely very real. So, um, so be good to yourself, Caitlin. Yeah. All right. We have a question coming down from the North from Calgary from Kristen.
3: Hi, it's Kristen calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And I just finished my early morning run before I work from home for the day. And I'm currently training for a virtual half marathon the weekend of June 20th. I'm finding that training for a half is just really keeping me motivated right now. And I'm really enjoying my solo runs as the weather improves here in Alberta in the springtime. So I don't have a time goal in mind for this virtual half. I just want to have fun and enjoy the day. But I'm wondering if you guys have any tips for making it feel more like a race day, even though I'll be running on my own. I've seen people do toilet paper finish lines on Instagram, so just... Anything that would just make it feel like a fun, memorable day during this time and a, definitely a, a race to remember as I think and hope I'll never have to run a virtual half marathon again. So thanks so much. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Love you guys. Bye.
1: Okay. Um, a great question. We want it to be a race to remember too, Kristen. And I love it. Um, we've got so many things that you can do. Um, we did write a blog post on kind of how to run a virtual race mm-hmm. with um, types of Tips and advice gathered from our crowd. Um, mm-hmm. You want to do two things though. The biggest thing is you want to generate some excitement of a real race as well as simulate it as best, you, as best you can the continuous feeling of a race. And I would say because your time goals are not as important, I would say the former is more important. Um, so generate yes. some excitement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we love about races is you have random people just cheering for, cheering their guts out for you and so proud of you. And like that feeling of like, Hey, we're all in this together. So, Mm -hmm. um, I would start with, um, you know, definitely posting it on social media and whatever you're comfortable with, you know, I don't know your personality. You can be quiet about it. You can be like, Hey guys, I want to have the race of my life how can you support me? You know, or Mm -hmm. what can, you know, or I'd love if you made me posters or drop them off and my husband will go put them up or whatever. I mean, you know, just make it um, a public event as -hmm. much as you feel comfortable doing. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, And I think there's some logistics that go into it as well. That's, that's going to help make it feel special and unique rather than just like, oh, okay, it's Saturday. I'm going to go out and you know, run 10K or run 13.1 miles, you know, to, so that, you know, think about um, the map out your course, maybe quote unquote, maybe not quote unquote, um, you know, and choose a route that doesn't require you to stop too often. Because to me, having to stop at stoplights and at a whole bunch of, you know, intersections, that to me is what screams, you know, regular weekday run. Whereas being able to have a, that close to cars feeling of running continuously in a race. I mean, that's depending on what city you're in or where you are. Sometimes that's somewhat of the most exciting part it's like oh i'm going over a bridge that usually only cars can be on or like look i i didn't have to stop at that intersection so um you know or maybe you want to opt for a bike path or you know rails to trail conversion or whatever the case is so that you can get kind of that momentum and that breezy kind of good
1: good unstopped feeling um, For sure. And to get a crowd going, I mean, you want, you might want to consider, um, a looped course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially if you have younger kids or they're not going to want to, you know, if you want to see people a couple times, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could run, you know, uh, four miles three times and then, you know, add a little, you know, one, tail. one at the end. Yeah, a little tail. <laughs> um, so that was, that's good. You could, um, you know, uh, you could also like run by friends' houses, like make mm, it a that's course good. that is getting you by friends' houses again, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. balloons and um, streamers and kind of fun, you know, popsicle stands if that's, you know, if it's hot out, that kind of thing. I mean, the thing that you want to think about is try to make it kind of a, a moving party yeah, <laughs> instead yeah, yeah, of you. Mm-hmm. a race, right? Um, because, you know, even if you're running for time, it's not like you're going to remember Oh, I ran a 943 mile. I know exactly what, mm-hmm. you know, I, mm-hmm. I remember the points of that. But you're gonna remember, you know, um virtually high-fiving somebody, or you're gonna remember having somebody um have spraying a spray with their
0: hose or something. Spray you with
1: their hose, yeah, and stuff like that, you know. So like having it kind of um, and you know, maybe you have friends that are runners and they come and join you, you know, six feet apart for three of the miles and you chat with them or whatever, but try to think about like ways to, I mean, it's almost like a way of like accessorizing your thing to make it remember, like how can you make it every mile somehow exciting?
0: Yeah. And I got to say that um, sometimes um, people don't like to ask for help or input or, you know, they feel like they're imposing on their friends by asking stuff. And it's the exact opposite. When you said make it like a moving party, in this age that we're living in where each day seems the same dull day yeah. like just to, to say to hey peggy you know i'm going to be running by your house around 10:15 could you and your kids be out there you know with your sprinkler turned on and you know maybe a cowbell or two and, yeah. and she's going to be like, oh my gosh, that will be so fun. We'll have something to do for half an hour because <laughs> we'll go out early
1: and then we'll wait around afterwards and, and we'll take pictures. And yeah, I mean, maybe you take pictures along the way and kind of, you know, maybe you have, um. I mean, really the options are endless as, as far as like what you want to do It's just how, how creative you want to be. You can make your own little mile markers, you know, small, like index card size, you know, and put them. Um, you know, carry them in like a fanny pack or something like that, and do something fun with selfies along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, chalk is always a great option. You know, go yeah. chalk up the course or ask ask friends to do it or your kids and, and partner. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of was, good stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and if the race gives you a bib as love the Run you're with does, um, definitely wear it because, you know, I found when I did our most recent um, race during, during our series, the 10k wearing it, you know people notice it because why is this chick all by herself <laughs> wearing a bib sure and So you know for for people who are a little less shy they'll yell they'll be like yeah go go you know yeah whatever
1: yeah so, you know no, i was on the bike path it reminds me i was on the bike path i don't know on a ride a weekend ride and somebody was running a marathon um and mm. they had like a finished like i could tell well i was like i thought it was like a kid's party or something because they had their <laughs> tent up uh-huh. originally and there were there were people milling about underneath it. Oh. But then um the chalk on the sidewalk, like last mile of the marathon Matt, he was wow. turning forty or oh 40 50. God. I can't remember, but it was a big number. Mm-hmm. And um and uh you know, you know, you got this happy birthday way to celebrate your fortieth, like wow. you know, it was really cool on it. So you could kind of see him. I never saw him unfortunately, but you know, doing it in a more public space like that, like you mentioned, like doing it on a, mm-hmm. a busy bike t- Trail, or uh, you know, something like that, if you want to have um, more encouragement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because also, because again, I mean, that was exciting for you. You
1: remember it too. I know. Later. I know. I was like, day that I didn't see him. I would have taken a picture with him. <laughs> I, I, was up on Instagram. Say, I was like, why was that not on the AMR Instagram page? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, maybe if you've got, you know, some cute new top or, or something, you know, wear that, wear a new hat. I am, um, you know, just something to add a pep to your step. I, um, splurged and I finally bought a couple pairs of Wazell shorts when they had their sale. And so um, the other day I wore uh, new Wazel shorts and our new tr- a new trucker, running trucker hat. First time I wore a running trucker um, wow. from the mother runner store. And I just felt like, Dip, do, do, don't I look special? Yeah.
1: And, um, new no. girls, Retail therapy is a thing. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then finally, like wrapping it up, you know, um, you know, you can, definitely if you have a medal or have your kids make you a medal or something like that, kind of fun, have Mm -hmm. a big ceremony and have, you know, have a treat it like a, would you, you would a normal race, right? So when you come home from a race, you're, you know, sometimes, sometimes you go to brunch. So maybe like you could, you know, do curbside pickup or something like that um, for (laughs) your favorite, you know, meal with a mimosa or bloody Mary or something like that to celebrate Mm -hmm. if that's your style. (laughs) Um, And then really like, Take the rest of the day. Don't, you know, don't immediately go back right into it's Saturday, it's chore day, it's mom (laughs) day, it's whatever work mode, whatever you are, you know, like Mm -hmm. kind of revel in it, you know, and maybe write down what was special about it. Writing down really um, solidifies that in your brain and kind of gives you something to look back on in case you do have to do it again. And then you've got some great ideas right there at the ready. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Above all else, though, Kristen, share pictures on the Another Mother Runner Facebook page. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And tell us how it goes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, This final question is from Katie in Wilmore, Kentucky.
3: Hi, this is Katie from Wilmore, Kentucky. Um, I'm a mom of four kids, ages four, six, eight, and 11. And I'm actually out on a run right now and stopped because I want to ask this question. I like to run on a place that's rather windy roads kind of back in the country and i'm wondering is it proper procedure to stay on the left or to switch over to the right side of the road when you're going around curves Um, i just was prompted to ask this question because i was going around a curve and two cars came out and so i kind of jumped into the grass and i'm wondering um, whether it's better to stay on the left or switch over to the right when you're going around a curve that curves Um where you wouldn't be able to see the road. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Bye.
0: All right. So this question really hit home for me. Um, you'll see why I emphasize that. So um where I live in Portland, it's a grid, so I don't relate to that now, but my hometown in Connecticut has loads yes, of blind does. curves, <laughs> just loads. And, and no shoulder, no the, shoulder to zero, like speak of. Yeah, zero yeah. shoulder. And sometimes the road drops off really precipitously or a million years ago when the glaciers moved through, it left behind <laughs> it huge boulders. So there are times that you're like, huh, if a car comes around the curve right now, I am going to get plastered up against this massive piece of granite. So um, so I have definitely spent many miles Running on very windy roads, and I definitely, definitely switch sides of the road when there is a big ass blind curve. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, that really makes sense. And I I, I I, feel like I know I've done that in the past. Um, I just can't think of a specific example, but I can see myself <laughs> doing that. I mean, I think I'm like some Ragnar's and, and stuff, or Colgate, yeah, you know, yeah, like maybe, a, some of those yeah, races. definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think you have to use your, your best judgment, right? We're mm-hmm. not saying. Do it every time, you know. Yes. But whatever gives you the best—I um, don't—I I won't say it like that. <laughs> like the way that <laughs> the way I'm saying is kind of glass half empty. But the best, the best visibility. Let's say whichever way gives you the best visibility to yeah. any to the traffic that is coming from either direction. That's what mm-hmm. I would do personally. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And to be um, before you switch sides of the road, though, you know, make sure you look both ways, listen carefully, um, because. I find that sometimes windy roads are the ones that have the fastest drivers on them. Yeah, they're
1: fun, right? <laughs> yeah. And I put that, I put that. it's not fun for me, but they can be fun mm-hmm. if that's your thing.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, so, and as long as we're talking about which side of the road to run on, I brought my soapbox along. Here we go. I'm st- <laughs> stepping on onto it. This is a PSA. And- If you run on the road, please run facing traffic. This is my current pet peeve. I realize it's very, very low down on the list of concerns to have right now. But um, the reason you run facing traffic is it allows you to see oncoming cars and to kind of make eye contact with the driver. And, you know, I realize that sounds kind of ridiculous, but what you're supposed to do is look in through the windshield of the car that's coming towards you and look sort of where you think the driver's face would be because that that if you do then hopefully they're looking at you but also it kind of makes that connection to remind them that you're human remind the driver that you're human and I just gotta say you know with so many runners out on the road and you know we're all trying to keep our six feet or more of distance if there's somebody coming toward me on the wrong side of the street then I and if I like play, play a little game of chicken and then you realize mm-hmm. they're not going to move. And so I've just find myself, you know, and then I'm running way out in the middle of the road and I'm like, Hey, if you were on the correct side of the road, we wouldn't have to be playing this game. Sure. So, sure, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, so I think I I'm chalking up to, you know, there's a lot of new runners out there and it does seem slightly counterintuitive to run facing traffic, but it is the correct way to do it. If you're running the road, run facing traffic. Oh, and my
1: PSA, uh, to add on to that, for country roads especially, because I definitely remember this, um, is when I used to run in Santa Fe, and, um, you know, you weren't, the the, a lot of drivers were not expecting runners on some of the roads that I was on, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, they have, you know, I'm passing a road where they're going to turn left or right on, they have a stop sign, they don't stop behind the sign, they stop, Mm -hmm. they roll through it to kind of Mm -hmm. get a better, view of which way you know see the oncoming traffic and
2: mm-hmm.
1: more than once you know you're you're like oh well I've got the right of way right because mm-hmm. um and they're just not looking for you so it's yeah. really up to you to you know uh, give them the wide berth yeah. give them and, a wide berth and god I remember like slapping somebody's car <laughs> their hood, like <laughs> I was so mad you know right I'm like that's gonna do anything right it's just gonna piss them off and it's not like it hurts them it just, yeah 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 oh, I can oh, remember, you've told a story or two about that and you're like hey Hey, do you see me? Do you see me? Yes, yes, yes. I definitely said that once, more than once. And I almost, you know, recently, and this was not even, you know, this was probably a year ago where I was out running and I almost got hit by a car um, Mm. that was taking a right turn and I had the right away. So you just always have to Mm -hmm. be on top of your game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All righty. So on that positive note, i <laughs> talking about the dishwasher. Um, anyway, we would love your questions. These were great. These are super fun to answer. And I love that, you know, we've got a variety of them. And so keep them coming. Um, you yep. can call 470-BADASS-1. That's 470-223-2771. Give us your first name and where you're calling from and keep the message to about 90 seconds or less, please.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts positive ratings and reviews really do help us gain new listeners uh, which we are eager to get and we really appreciate you
1: taking a few minutes to leave a review thanks in advance and uh, as always keep the questions coming and we're here with answers and paddle boards and dishwashers and <laughs> what else appliance <laughs> advice sleep sleep <laughs>